Hello NRL fans and welcome back to the NRL Rewind podcast. I'm your host Matt Namofsky and welcome back to our final Super Coach Draft Ranking Positional Group podcast series. Today we're going through the front rowers. So let's start with the tier one, the god tier. We've got two players here. We've got Payne Haas and David Klemmer. Payne Haas, the news of his four-game suspension and also the ankle injury he did suffer will hurt him in some draft leagues. I think there is a chance he will slip out of most first rounds and, you know, be a very late second round play. So, you know, it'll be it'll be interesting, obviously, with the, the four-game suspension to see how that does affect his draft capital in most leagues. But after the four rounds, he's going to be that, that stud from last year, you know. Talk about the reduced minutes. I think with most of these guys, Tom Malolo and Payne Haas, the minutes can go down five or ten minutes, but the output will go up. Uh, so to me, it's, it's not a concern. I think if you are willing to wait the four weeks, Payne Haas is very intriguing as a second-round pick. And with David Klemmer, he's also one of those guys. He's just He stays on the field and gets the work done. To me, he's a out-and-out you know, second pick of the draft for any props going in. And I think you can take a David Klemmer as early as a bottom of round two, top of round three. I think there's no no issues in that, I think. He's got the he's got the upside, you know. He's really got his offloading game working the last couple of seasons to boost his scores up, and I think that Newcastle four pack as a whole is going to be very dominant. So you know they can they'll be able to batter teams at the start of a of a game, and as the game progresses, David Klimmer can keep getting stronger and stronger, getting more offloads, more tackle breaks. So I do I do like the play. Uh, those are definitely the the top two guys on the board. The next group we got this is my group of out and out. These are hundred percent. Your first picks for our two, or if you miss the first two guys, you feel very happy with it, and you're going to get a guaranteed 60 from these guys. So I got Josh Papali, uh, TKO, Adam Fanua Blake, Mighty Depower, Big Tino, and Tavita Pengai Jr. So I'll quickly run through them. Josh Papali, the leader of that Canberra forward pack, just gets the job done. He's going to get a minimum of 50 every game. He just does the work. You know, he does. He has got the ability to score a try as well. So you know, can break the ton very easily. Uh, TKO, interesting this year with the goal kicking while he's on the field. It does give him an added element in this Roosters team that should score points. So I do like the play there. AFP, uh, obviously with the Warriors this year, a chance to really establish himself as the leader of that pack and can really do some big work there. So I do like Adam Fanua Blake, you know, he's at the place he wants to be, he says. So she'll all be about the footy now and when he's on the field and when he's right, he's one of those guys that can just really win you a game by himself, you know. A very safe captain play, Adam Fanil Blake, but has, like Papali, got the ceiling to really go big and score a 110-120 with a try. Next on the list, we've got Mighty Depau. To me, the, the out-and-out leader of that manly pack now with no AFB. I think it's going to be a huge season. He'll put them on the back. One of those guys, probably not going to be scoring in terms of a Fanil Blake or a Papali where they could crash over, but I think just the, the workhorse that he is, going to be guaranteed points and a very safe captain option. The next two guys are slight risk compared to the first lot, but I have put him in here. So Big Tino, obviously you saw what he did off the bench for that Melbourne team last year. Should be one of the leaders of this Titans pack, getting big minutes, 60-65 plus. So I do like him, especially as a as a dual and Pengai. We know when Pengai's on the field, he could easily average 70 in Supercoach. The way he just runs the ball, the way he tackles, just so many different things about him that he's just, he's just a great Supercoach player. It's all about can he stay on the field and in his head. If his head is right, if he's not giving away penalties, not getting suspended, 
if he's staying staying and playing to what he needs to be, I think there's a great chance he's going to be in for a fantastic season this year. Guys here, these are guys that are it's going to be interesting to see how they go this year. You could definitely see them finishing as front row ones, uh, but obviously can also drop a little bit. So we've got Junior Polo, Regal Campbell-Gillard, Daniel Saifidi, and Paul Vaughan. So all of these guys are two Parramatta guys. It's all about can they reproduce what they did at the start of the season last year. They started the season really well. Obviously, Parramatta tailed off towards the end of the season. Can they keep up their form? You know, both guys can average around the 50-60 mark on their day. So it's good plays. And, you know, again, if you're waiting for prop later in the draft, some good value there as your first pick. Paul Vaughan, from all reports, he's going to be the leader of that Dragons pack. They were wanting to play some big minutes and, you know, really establish the front foot. So Paul Vaughan, interesting. I had him last year. Did the job, you know, he's one of those guys that will get you a 50 to a 60. Uh, just getting through his normal work, so don't don't mind the play. And the last one there, Daniel Saifidi. Some, some people think that he is better than Ava Clemmer. Um, just got to say on the field, did miss quite a few games last year. But it will be an origin rep again. To me, just one of those guys that will churn out the minutes and get, get you the points that you need. So everyone up to that point is an established number one in your front row. If you get two of those guys, you're just locking in guaranteed points. But there is some value here. So the next group here, uh, I won't talk to them in depth as much, but there's got Josh, Josh Maguire, Josh Alloy, Moeki Fortawaka, Christian Welsh, Nelson Asafa Solomona, James Tarmel, Moses Leota, and Tom Burgess. So all these guys, I won't go through them individually, but all got very good upside in terms of just being a very nice second front row forward. To me, all these guys should average around the the 45 to 55 mark closer to the 50 mark i'd say uh it's all going to be about what minutes they get and how they fit within their pack obviously mcguire is the cowboys going to start going towards a francis Moller and a tom gilbert alawai how will he now fit into this team uh with power as the leader fought awake with all the new signings who gets us up between welsh and solomona james tarmow coming over to the tigers moses leota starting in place of james tarmow and tom burgess uh, with Jai Arrow coming to the team. So all those guys, I can definitely see them all averaging around the 50 mark. Just going to be, you got to kind of see how their minutes are going to play, uh, if they're going to get the start, and how, with all the new signings in their teams, how do they adapt to that? The next group of four here is guys that I would definitely only put as a second front rower, but could do you a job and could uh, pay dividends later in the season. So have got Junior Totola, Jerry Hargraves, Blake Laurie, and Lindsay Collins. So again, Hargraves and Collins is going to be a who gets the starting spot there. I think the Roosters' starting prop spot is very nice, especially if you can get 55 minutes there. So if Lindsay Collins can crack that team later in the season, then I do think he will. It'll be very interesting to get him later in the season. Junior Zatola, I just want to see if there is a chance that um, Jai Arrow does go to prop, then I can see Totola moving back to the bench. So that would be a one to monitor. And Blake Laurie, again, with no Cam McInnes, is a bit more safe now. He should get the 13 jersey. But if Jack Bird does move to 13 at some stage, I'll be interested to see what happens to Blake Laurie there. And the last group here, uh, I've got a group of five players. We'll quickly go through them like we did in the last one. So these are guys towards the end of a draft or even on the waivers that I think have got some immense value. So first of all, we've got Aiden Tolman coming over from the Bulldogs to the Sharks. To me, you just got to see how he fits. Does he start? And could be, you know, could be uh, Ueli. And Woods getting the start. Tolman could get the start, come off the bench. Uh, but we have proven that he's one of those guys that is just a base stack guy that can get you a solid 50 
Uh, so an interesting one to see what happens there if he does get a spot. Uh, Jesse Bromwich, he will get the start for the Storm, and he's just one of those guys, a reliable guy that will get you around that 45-50 mark. So no issues drafting him as your second front rower there. Will be interesting to see. Um, if they do push for like a Welsh and Solomon up, up front, up front, you know, you've got Karma Kamika there. So I can see some reduced minutes for Jesse Bromwich, but again, I think he's just one of those guys that you can lock in for some consistent points. The next two, I'll add an extra guy into this list. So I'll give Jordan McLean slash Francis Molo. I think one of them will get the starting front row spot for the Cowboys and it'll be interesting. Jordan McLean, we have seen in previous seasons, one of those guys that can really be a very good solid super coach option Francis Molo would love to see him get the start and you know nail his spot there it has got a PPM of 1.2 so when he gets on the field he just does a lot of work so that is an interesting one especially as a bench front rower for a bit of depth I don't mind the play Herman Essiesi to me going to be all about how does he fit into this Titans pack when I look at this Titans pack full strength I do see him on the bench now whether he can still get about 45 minutes off the bench just kind of want to see, you know, he may start at uh, prop, he may start at 13, he may come off the bench. So in this Titans forward pack that should go forward, it's going to be interesting to see how they do use him. But again, I'm, I'm interested to see the play. And last player on the list here, we've got Joe, Joe Ojo, often in Galway, coming down from the Broncos to the Tigers. Again, going to be one of those ones to see if he's going to be partnering Tamau up front. Again, just a player with immense talent uh, from a young age we have seen. He's one of those guys that can really come in when he is switched on and playing good footy. There's not many uh, in terms of a potential upside at the age that uh, can match him there. So it's th- those last guys are, you know, again, I think most of them will be waivers or very, very late rate lounge picks as you're filling out your bench spots. And there is some value there, you know. Everyone down from Maguire all the way down to Joe O there. Again, depending on... Uh, what team they play for and if they're going to get a starting spot a couple of them can move up but I don't really see a difference to me that your second I think you could need a lock in to get one of these premium front rowers there lock in some points but then your second front row can easily be one of these guys later on down the list that's going to still get you a 50 will do you a job but won't draft won't cost you as much draft capital I think Pops has always been one of these ones where the top guy is going to average closer to the 65-70 but your middle guys are always going to be around that 50 mark you know uh, if they're getting a 50-minute game, they're probably going to push a one, p- uh, a one point a minute. So there, there's not much value. I could see the, the argument for, you know, going a, a Clemmer and a Pengai and really just trying to load up on your front row. I, I could see it. But again, I think there's just some value where, you know, someone like a Leoda or a Joe O or even a Tom Winnipeg starts, I can see them, you know, pushing a 55-60 depending on their, on their team. And that will do it for the front rowers, guys. Thanks for listening. The next podcast will go is the with the two RFs, the second rowers. So thanks for listening, guys. Have a great day and hear from you soon. Cheers.